0: Thank you. Welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum, and
1: me, Alex. Hello, how's it going? I said it the right way around that time. Yeah, you got it that way.
0: Yeah. Oh, I was laughing at that one actually. That was, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was listening back to an editing, and it made me. It made me chuckle. I was that weirdo yep. on the tube chuckling away at things that I was listening. to. I know, to. and
1: I was. I was going home, going, "Oh, you're such an idiot! No, why well, did you? Why did you say it the wrong way
0: around? It was fine. <laughs> don't worry. too much. No, I, I. Do you know it's it's so it's funny like like I said I was I felt a bit self conscious because I was laughing on the tube, um,
1: which I don't. I don't mind like I actively I try I love and, making a tit out of myself on the tube yeah
0: I like just even smiling or laughing on the tube because it's kind of you, you hope that a smile will make someone else's day a
1: little well, brighter yeah, because it's, and then it's, it's, we're just so stone faced especially when you're down. on it especially when you're on it at peak time yeah. Commuter time. Your face against the glass. <laughs> yes. Up someone else's arse. <laughs> have you ever have you ever been up against the door where you've had to like crick your yeah, neck yeah, to, crick your neck to, yeah. to match the contour? Or when of the you cars. see
0: someone get decapitated by the door. Yeah. It's horrendous, isn't it?
1: I saw once, uh, I saw
0: once this woman who had We she, should be clear, not actually decapitated. No, 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 no. She that, she that, was, that, that doesn't happen on She the was took a. It took a couple of took a couple of chalks. Not the first time she wasn't, the third time. Uh, she, she, The head came off, actually. The resilience of these people. <laughs> I know, I know. They don't care. And they're British, so they don't really care. Well, we're British. Well, they get on with we, it. Yeah, we we just get on with it. Yeah, we are. This At woman the moment, had, we are. She, had a, she got her scarf caught in the door, and she kind of panicked for a second, and then when the, the train started moving, she realised there's not much she could do about it, and she kind of calmed down a little bit. Yeah. And then it was only, as we were pulling into the next station, I thought, could you imagine if that scarf had got caught on our cable or something? Externally. Like that would have been horrendous. Yeah. Like that would have been absolute. and I was really worried for her. I was like, oh, goodness, but yeah. this is like this is like the whole thing that they're, they're trying
1: to get. Oh, p- people want um, security barriers mm-hmm. um, on on the tube would be good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I well the the, uh, the they have on the on the Jubilee line. They've they've yeah. taken they've, they've on got, the busier stations. Sta- yeah. Sta- yeah, the busier station. I saw something. I want to talk about this. To you because I've not told you this story. Okay. It's a very quick one about the tube. But and I think we should almost, I was laughing, we should almost have a section where we talk purely crazy shit we see on the tube. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> because there is some, there are people who don't uh we, we're not from London, the two of us, and whilst we've only lived here for, for a year or so, we just spot this. Some people just I don't know what's going on in their world, and I'm intrigued as to what yeah. they do. I got on the tube at my stop and sat down next to me was a guy who was sat on his phone very engulfed in the, in the game that he was playing and I thought fine and I got my phone out and was playing opposite us was a guy sat there curly hair almost looked like Joaquin Phoenix and the joker was coming out at the moment right. and he had this maniacal smile on his face and i was really concerned i was like right. oh my. and it was it was a bit too much of a smile and as i said yeah. i like smiling i like a laugh but he was smiling a little too too much. And I right. Think, oh, so the, tra- the the tube moves over and I don't really think about it until the end. Anyway, we're coming into the station that I get off at. Yep. And just as this happens, I noticed the guy with a smile again and I kind of, I put him out my mind 20 minutes later, I, he's there again. I, oh my goodness, he's still, he's still smiling. Somewhere in the back
1: of your head, you're thinking, this guy's a raving lunatic. I don't
0: know what is going, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I was really concerned because he see- he's, and He, um, this sounds so
1: bad when I tell this story,
0: but he basically, he was drawing. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay, maybe he's, but he was looking at the guy next to me on his phone, the one I got on with. Right. And I thought, hang on, what's going on here? He was drawing him. Yeah. A stranger had decided to draw another stranger on the tube. Okay. And I thought, wow, I don't know what I think about this. Anyway, so I stood up to get off. You do what you do to pass the time. Yeah, I guess you do. (laughs) And I stood up to get off and i thought i'll have a quick look over to see what he's drawing to see if it's really good but at that second mm. the guy drawing took the, the 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 sketch that he was doing pencil and paper yeah and handed it to so they must have known each other there must have been a pre pre assumed uh, sort of sort of deal set up before i got on where i wasn't a part of it but he'd been drawing him sat on his phone as if some sort of urban art right but then mm-hmm. the guy who was being drawn uh no the guy who drew gave the guy who was being drawn some money. Sorry, this is so convoluted and confusing. Yes. And I couldn't believe it. So the artist was paying someone else to draw him, I think. So I think he had got on the tube and went, here, mate, can well, I draw then, you? And then gave him the And gave our... him and the money. I know. What? I know. It wasn't a normal transaction. Surely one person gives the money, say, I've drawn you, here's the money, like a caricature artist, yeah. and as he said. And the other one... But he gave him both the drawing of him and this is such a convoluted story. Maybe and Are you following it's this? Mad. That...
1: No, no, no. I, I think I am following it. Yeah. I don't understand it. So I
0: followed this guy home. <laughs> we both got off at the same stop. Of course you did. And he You realise into... you're now the raving lunatic. You realise that I you're so... now the weirdo. But is it weird to think that I, I wanted to go, what just happened there? What was all that? Anyway... So th- that thoroughly threw me off completely. So we'll do this next time. No two stories. Yes, because there's plenty of them. <laughs> so this is going through the motions. We are a music movie podcast. Uh, each week we're going to choose a movie uh, and yeah. discuss it, discuss the movie and discuss uh, the, the, the the themes behind the movie and, and why the music adds to the story and the creation yeah. of, of the piece of art. Mainly it's, just why we like it. And why we like it, yeah. We, we're i think i'm sure we reiterated in the first episode we don't actually know what we're talking about we we try and do this we do this out of passion out of love we would do this even if we weren't recording it we've been doing it for too long yeah um and we're still gonna we're still going to we're still gonna keep keep doing this So, my movie this week, I'll start it with a question for you. Oh, like
1: I posed to you last time. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a fun little
0: a fun little show. Yes. Picked, there's another podcast, which I named, that do this quite a lot. And I, I quite like it. Um, even though the description's in the title for uh, this show, which I probably added. So, my question is, if you were going to kill a duck, how would you kill a duck? If I was going to kill
1: a duck, how would I kill a <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. This is potentially a very telling question, because some people might, you know... I might come across quite dark. Yeah, yeah. At this, so... I I also don't want to give a boring answer, either. No, no, no.
0: Um, Well, I thought El Canard is the French for duck. So a cannon. cannon, So cannon. So yeah, just take it out. Would you load it or would you aim at it? What a dark question! (laughs) We don't... Anyway, the, the movie is about a
1: boy. Oh, which of is... course it was. How didn't I get that? How didn't I get that? From the, from from the question, from how the... would you kill a duck? Obviously. Oh. I think you oh. killed a duck. Aim a cannon at it. Aim oh, a cannon at Oh, the movie's about a boy. How did I not get that? Oh I love... my
0: goodness. I watched, so I watched this movie again recently and I'd never... This is a scene that everyone talked about within the movie. You know, the dead duck scene. And there's a song called The Dead Duck, so I'll get into it a little bit. And I'd never, when I, when I, every time I've rewatched it in the past, I've kind of glossed over this scene because it's kind of like, yeah, he kills the duck, whatever. Um, but I, when I rewatched it to do this episode, I put the phone down and really focused on it. And it's a really great little scene, actually. And it's right. really fun. The music adds to it, and, and Nicholas Holt's fantastic.
1: So this yeah. is a curious. Speaking of which, yeah. Spot, spot the link.
0: Oh, yeah, Spot the link.
1: Yeah, we have <laughs> uh, from
0: Mad Max Fury Road, uh, we have good Nicky Olt who plays uh, Marcus in this. He is. I'm I trying is to be boy maths. in this. He is. He's 13, I think. I think he's 13 years old when he was filming this one. So um, it's quite, quite, an, quite an amazing, yeah, quite, quite an amazing job he does at, for such a young, for such a young lad filming this. So I'm gonna just give you a little bit of context for this. This is an interesting film set in London, in sort of Finsbury, Highbury area of London. Right. For those who are from 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 London and know that area. Set in, See, I didn't know that. Yeah, set set in 2002, and there's an interesting thing that's going on in London at this time. There was a real boom in indie and oh, i I say indie music and indie radio. XFM was really big. So you have the likes of Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant. This is where Carl Pilkington came onto the scene. So yeah. I listened back to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And they at the time took it upon themselves to put a lot of new indie music onto that show. Right. One of them was Badly Drawn Boy. Badly Drawn Boy is a Mancunian artist called... Uh, Damien Goff, or De- sorry, Damon Goff, yeah, who's from Bolton uh, originally, and but is a Mancunian uh singer songwriter. He is a really, really interesting guy, a really interesting guy. If you listen to him in in interviews and stuff, so he was kind of com- getting big at the same time as Coldplay, where and yeah. he was growing up around the sort of time of Oasis. So he's a sort of same age as the Gallagher brothers, yeah. But he was trying to make himself big during Coldplay, yeah. And it's amazing to hear these small radio... I listen back to old Radio XFM because it's a really great time. Yep. Uh, early 2000s in London, you had things like Bridget Jones going on, yep. that sort of time, and you had the music from that, which I- I'd quite like to get into at one okay. point. I've got a soft spot for those sort of Curtis-esque...
1: Oh, Richard m- Curtis and- movies. And Curtis Times. I love that. The- I love that. I love that. But you-, you, ra- you raise an interesting point, actually, or it's just kind of come up in my mind now. The 2000s. Yes. Do- do you think now we've reached a stage where we can differentiate between the noughties and like the tens as it were oh, because for sure. because you look back you look back at like you know 60s 70s 80s 90s very clear like eras of art and culture yeah and fashion yeah and things like that and it's really hard to see those transitions in real time absolutely but and we've reached an age now where we can remember really well the the noughties because i can't really remember too much of the 90s because it's basically your childhood yeah and and you don't really and you don't really take into account the larger things going on in the world Mm. and things at that time you're just kind of concerned in in your own little world when you're a kid but i think we have a bigger understanding what was going on in in the noughties and i can really see a clear difference between the decades of the noughties and the tens now which i find really fascinating because obviously at the time the the noughties was modern
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i think a lot of this film kind of has that whole sort of <clears throat> idea where are you going get back here i'm having an interesting conversation with you <laughs> <laughs> he's turning off his his ipad sorry everyone there was, the, you, ding. You, there was a ding you heard that wasn't your phone that was uh that was his phone are you it's back he- it's your fault for letting me connect to your Wi-Fi. No, oh, that's it. Sorry. It's <laughs> got a nice view of you. We, we nestle ourselves in on this couch every week. And every time Alex swings into place, I get a lovely arse shot. That's why, why these podcasts away. are so long. Because we're so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a great example of a, of a classic noughties movie. You see that in Hugh Grant's apartment. The way yeah. it's all stylized yeah, yeah, yeah. At, For the time, you look at how he has the the Audi TT and he has the, the modern apartment that with the, with the ladder and the stairs and the guitar and stuff and yeah. you think, oh that's I think I remember watching it thinking that's what a cool apartment looks like. Yeah. But actually But he is that that's his character. Isn't that's it. it. Because yeah, he yeah.
1: What was his background? he struck big on like one well, song? Well, that's, so I'll get into that. So I'll get yeah, into yeah, it. yeah. It's,
0: it's a great movie because As a musician watching this, you wouldn't assume it's a music movie, but music plays such a part in the story. It plays such an integral part in this in the story, and I'll get into the story in the book as well and why that's interesting. Well, well. it's
1: a you know it's a character drama. It's Mm. just the main character. If you're calling Hugh Grant the main character, happens to be a songwriter, but it's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not. No, he's not.
0: No, that's no, no, no. So it's his dad who was the songwriter. And he is living off the royalties. Oh. And that's the interesting thing about him
1: even more so. Do you know what? This is really embarrassing because I think I just got confused between that Hugh Grant and Music and Lyrics. Music and H- Lyrics, <laughs> music, yeah. <laughs> music, music, <laughs> music and Lyrics, Hugh Grant. Actually, that's a great you, point. I love that movie. Yeah. I hate myself for that movie, but a, I love it. Here's a fun <laughs> fact
0: for you all. One of the names? Before we settled on going through the motions, I considered calling the podcast uh, Movies and Lyrics. Yeah. Which I thought would have been quite, but it's a bit of an obscure one and I'm not going to get into this. So Damon Damon Goff, born in in Banchester. So he's a really interesting guy. He never actually wanted to be a famous musician. All he wanted to be was a sound engineer and record other people. Right. And he went on to be very, very famous in his own right as an indie musician. This was his first scoring of a movie. So he was tasked to score the whole movie for this. So it starts with who wants to be a millionaire and the no man is an island quote, which is a really funny thing. And it really introduces them there, which obviously it was a John Don, uh, John Don, 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 I can't pronounce the surname there, but it's funny how it shows Will as an immature twat who goes, easy, John Bon Jovi. Yeah, and and even at the end it wraps it up with Marcus who's the other main character saying yeah no man is an island Bon Jovi which is funny because they say that because uh, they attribute the phrase no man is an island because it was used in the opening lyrics to the song Santa Fe from the soundtrack for Young Guns 2 Blaze of Glory so right. John, John Bon Jovi used that actual lyric no man okay. is an island okay. and that's what they're confusing it with and right. so it's, there's quite a, a funny play backwards and forwards there um, see we
1: all get confused yeah 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 we all get confused <laughs> <laughs> it's between Hugh Grants. Hugh, Hugh between uh, Hugh Grant and other Hugh Grant movies? Hugh Grant
0: is Hugh Grant is great in this. Have I told you? I'm gonna just oh I'm sorry, I've just dropped that name down here. I've met him before. Oh Actually, have I met, you? met him once or twice. Yeah, well, I clattered in into the uh, Princess
1: Street once. Oh you have, did yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I dodged him just. I was he running told for me a, a train. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea who he I am. He has no idea who <laughs> any of us are. That would be funny. One
0: day, in fact, that's a that's a fun goal. Let's get this podcast. Let's let's try and get recognition from Hugh Grant from this episode Absolutely. of the podcast. That's our new goal, everyone, okay? Yeah. So if you know Hugh Grant, put this episode in front of him. And, and if we, we get it, if he gives us feedback from this episode, we'll know we've done it. Could you imagine? That would oh, be so
1: crazy. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. The
0: film starts with the, the song Something to Talk About, which is almost the title song that's written by Badly Drawn Boy. I used to play this song a lot on the guitar. It's one of the first songs I learned on the guitar, it has a really distinctive intro. Um, but it's a weird how it gives the full-blown song for Will, but then when it plays Marcus and introduces this this troubled young boy who's got a really vivid imagination and almost feels that he's the grown-up and all the adults are the kids around him, it plays the kind of almost acoustic guitar through this. And it's one of the first times where a movie lays on thick the acoustic guitar throughout. The acoustic guitar is Badly-Drawn Boy's main uh, yeah. weapon of choice, and yeah. he uses it. Beautifully throughout this, almost creating quite a hopeful, upbeat melody, whilst maybe there's quite a dark tone going on underneath the subplot of this movie. Yeah, and I think that's a really interesting juxtaposition. Yeah. Um. So that's that's basically how how it all starts off there. And there's a really funny moment where the 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 soundtrack really comes into its own. There's a funny little staccato area where the music sort of plays. It's, there's a variation of, of, of something to talk about in Staccato when there's a montage of the different women being dumped by Will. So he talks yeah. about how he dumps all these women and they're all going, you self-righteous bastards. And some, of the, <laughs> some of the quotes are so, so funny in that. <laughs> so we have Will and we have Marcus, the young boy, not, not, don't know each other telling the story and they're narrating through it. We we meet Marcus's mum, who's Tony Collette, yeah. who is absolutely fantastic fantastic she in this is, movie she is great and she is she? so good in everything have you seen her Bit in the a new, tragic
1: character really
0: right well right. and this is it and what i and i said have you seen her in the new there's a new netflix called um unbelievable no i've not seen that she is so good her american accent is spot on right she's, she does a kind of midwest it's amazing she's so so good and this is the first movie that i I remember seeing her in, and every time I see, I saw her in *Hereditary* as well, which is the new horror movie come out. Which, oh, you, used... could,
1: you couldn't pay me to see that. Would you not see it? No, I don't. It's... You know me; I don't watch horror. It's movies. It's a
0: brilliant
1: movie. I it's don't a watch brilliant... horror movies unless you force me to watch more. We, I, movies. I do
0: think this is one that we might have to watch. Were we talking about Florence uh, Florence Pugh? Florence Pugh? Last yeah. week is it Pew? I'm, uh, th- th- that's her name from Who's the Black Widow? Yeah. trailer. Who was in Midsummer? And there, that's a good new. There's some good new horror movies coming out. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going to sit you, strap you down.
1: Yeah,
0: and I like go, to get out. Is oh, that that's funny. Does it's that count? That stri- yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Did you see Us? I didn't see Us. No. No. So Tony Collette basically plays Fiona, and she is. Um, there's no way to go around this. She's suffering from severe depression in this movie. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. plays the music therapist. Very severe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it shows it when you know she they, they sing rainy days and mondays always get me down you know that scene where he sings in the class yeah, I love that song so much I know much. it's like a carpenter's beautiful I always think of my mum when I think of the carpenters me too I yeah. mean it's a
1: generational thing uh-huh. I mean it, it just is but like we used to listen to the carpenters yeah. in the car and like family holidays and stuff and it was great
0: it was weird watching this as a young guy a uh, young boy watching this movie for the first time I can't remember when I must have watched this but roughly was... how
1: roughly how old do you reckon?
0: I don't know. Two thousand and two must be about fourteen, fifteen. I reckon
1: I was about that age. As yeah, I saw it and was...
0: I and I remember because I was learning to play the guitar at the time, and something to talk about by Badly Drawn Boy was one of the first songs I learned to play. Yeah, and ama- is amazing. As you
1: say, it's a very, it's a, it's a great advert for acoustic guitar. This yes. movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but God, he gets absolutely mocked
1: mercilessly. I know it's it the bullying is horrendous
0: in this movie. Yeah, it is absolutely. I mean, it is a, it is a. You know, it's an animal cage, that zoo, isn't it? And he is the smallest animal in that cage. So basically, the two characters meet each other and Marcus basically is a child of a single mum and Will is trying to pick up and hit on the single mums and this is where they tell the story of how Will makes his money, which is the off single mums. Of no, 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 no. So he, yeah. So he's 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 a member of Spat, and he tells a story. and He makes up the child Ned so that he can get in on all the single mums. And I love the scene where he picks up the he picks up this car seat and just stomps crisps into it to make it look weathered, and then he sticks it in his two seater Audi TT. I'm like, oh, You're a fucking idiot. he's the worst. He is. He's. But I I really love it, and I like the scene. So you learn that he lives off the royalties of his dad who was a one-hit wonder with the song "Santa Super Slay yeah. which is a Christmas song written for the movie yeah. it's not a real so not a real one not no. a real song because I was trying to find this if it is a real song but it is in the bonus features of the DVD um how would I know that I've got the DVD somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere I used to listen to it and I I would go ah oh, it's really really good and I would ask my mum and stuff about at Christmas are we going to play Santa Super Sleigh?" And she's like
1: what I think this movie would have been better if they chose a real a real Christmas song and he was the he was the son yes. of Noddy from Slade yeah <laughs> yeah, that would be funny that would to, be
0: really funny Dave, no is it or Dave Hill Dave Hill with the big teeth Dave Hill, teeth. Dave Hill from Slade and
1: the hair no that, that's his name is, is it Noddy guy? is it Naughty? It's oh naughty. His, his name's <laughs> Naughty. that's why I think it'd be great imagine in this movie he goes like who's your dad Noddy from Slade <laughs> it's great the, uh, I, you know,
0: I, I thought that was really, I thought it's quite clever and that's kind of the Christmassy time. We're sat right now looking at the, the, the tiny tree that, that, that Maddie tripped home one day after a spontaneous purchase of yeah. the gym. It's not and raining gym outside. It's, out the it's, gym.
1: it's not, it's not snowing outside even. It's uh, bleak and rainy. Bleak and rainy. Welcome yep. to the UK. And,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is the kind of Christmas tie in that I have for this, this movie. Uh, so that, that so there is, there is that there. Um, I'm going to skip a little bit forward here, so I've got quite a of no, Suicide letter. So the suicide letter scene is pretty, oh, pretty dark. And I it, think that made me cry. It is. A, it's a sad. Because there's a very, there's a very beautiful song called "A Minor Incident," and the lyrics of the song. We are talking about lyrics. There, they say, "Do you remember?" She says when they're do de- when they're sort of debriefing in the kitchen. He goes, "I saw your note." And she went, well, you know, I'm really sorry. She's having to apologise for writing this suicide note. And she goes, did you did you read the part where I said that I'll always love you? And he goes, well, it's hard to always love me when you're dead. Yeah. And it's like, God, like imagine you're having that conversation with your 13-year-old It's son. such,
1: you can't, it's so hard to relate to it. It's just so desperate. Yeah, yeah. It's so, so it's, desperate.
0: It's the, it's the desperation of it. And you can't, I mean, a, 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 a horrendous, horrendous. Uh, this severe mental illness, and you can't really get into the idea that this thirteen-year-old boy is having to cope with this. He's having to cope. He's having, a sh- and as as Will says, he's having a shit time, or he says he's having a shit time at home and a shit time at school. Yeah. And it's a very adult response to such a complex thing from such a young boy. Wait, well, he's he's being forced to grow up quick, very quick, yeah. yeah. And and the lyrics in the song "A Minor Key," which is written by a Badly Drawn Boy, are. Uh, just remember that I'll always love you. And he's, yeah. the lyrics plays that as she reminds him of that, yeah. that thing. And it's a really beautiful pairing where those two, yeah. obviously they've edited it together so that it kind of... Well, it's the, its...
1: it's the pairing of the, the songs in the movie with the drama of the movie that really stayed with me. It's been a while since I've seen this mm-hmm. movie, but I do remember that being a specific feature more than see i couldn't tell you anything about the actual scoring yeah. of the movie cuz yeah. i know you you obviously researched this and you watched watched this again recently for this for this episode so you will know a bit more about it. but like you know di- disagree, disagree with me tell me like the there's more to the more to the score because i really yeah. feel like the songs are the real feature so the
0: sc- so the score is very very cleverly uh it it's a very it's a happy upbeat and it 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 I think it sets the pace of the movie through the variations of songs such as silent sigh and something to talk about yeah so silent sigh is the song that's played when he is dumped by Rachel Weisz's character and and. Marcus can't get with Natalie tennis character Ellie, who and they're they're kind of in a bit of a they stop and they they they're in a bit of a, a loggers jam and they can't quite move forward with their lives and silent yeah. sigh plays and there's a scoring of this and it's a beautiful variation with the strings and again with something to talk about it follows them as they're it's it's kind of it's the bed track to their narration and that's how the score is set up. So. There's, there's a couple of other funny sort of inclusions of the song, like u two Zoo Station when Marcus is walking towards the door yeah. and it plays the electric guitar because he keeps going around to watch Countdown because he latches on to this guy because he thinks that Will will be the guy to fall in love with his mum, bring her out of the dumps and they get back together. But in, they end up having this beautiful relationship between the two of them. Yeah, And I think it's a really, it's a, it's looking back at it now there's a really funny scene where the mum finds out he has this, the trainer stolen and she confronts Will about this, and there's the kind of what 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 are you implying? What are you implying that I'm interfering with your son? And then she does something really mature. She goes, "Well, what if you're right?" And and then you see this whole thing from another perspective. And I thought it was absolutely lovely. And then it 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 throws together the two different styles of how they look at Marcus at the Christmas scene because the whole Christmas scene is amazing. Yeah, and it's really amazing because both Will and Fiona Marcus so. Fiona Marx's mum and, and Will, uh, Hugh Grant, give him a musical gift. Yeah. Fiona giving him the tambourine. Yeah. And saying, I think it would be really nice if you have a little, you know, start a pop group with your friends. And you're just like, oh. oh. And, and Will goes, I've got to give it to him. He gets some really shit gifts at Christmas. And he just, <laughs> and you think, but you think just how out of touch she is. And she, yeah. and he says, he's you know, he's giving him as a, a lamb to the slaughter. And He is, you know, giving this son, he goes, so he goes to a school sort of by Finsbury Park area because he says, thank you, Finsbury, at the end of the talent show. Yeah. Um, and he just gets merciless we'll, and we'll get to the talent show scene in a second because that's amazing yeah well,
1: you know this is a this is a scene that like you and i can kind of relate to. i was to, gonna right? get back to this yes, yeah so we'll,
0: we'll pull on to this one we'll pull away from here we
1: we'll pull on oh, to our, we'll onto our, our dark cd past whereas
0: <laughs> will doesn't give a tambourine will gives a mystical cd where shake your ass and there's the whole shake your ass, watch yourself, and that's how he gets in with the kids, and that's how he becomes cool with the kids. And so in a, in some, you know, weird way, he, Will's the one who's introducing him and actually making him more social and down to earth, so he's doing benefits for Marcus. And and obviously Marcus sort of comes around come round um for him there. So that yeah, I was I was laughing at that section there. Which is as I, as I said, when mystical shake your ass, Marcus meets the girl at school Ellie. He's yeah, yeah. five years older. Natalie Tena, who went on to play Tonks in Harry Potter, that's her. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. And uh, Osha in Game of Thrones. So she's fantastic. Yeah, she's yeah, a Really yeah. great. But this is her probably one of her first roles, and she's very young. She's kind of styled in the gothic sort of style, yeah. looking about her. And he's so the kind not of, not too different from Tonks then. No, not too different. Not yeah, the kind of steampunk look that they put in yeah, yeah. you know, Tonks there, and she she's fantastic at this. But what makes me laugh so much is the scene where Marcus meets Rachel Weisz's character. He makes sorry, not Marcus. Will meets Rachel Weisz's character. Makes up that he has a son. Yeah. Invites the son round, and the two sons have to go off and make friends with each other. Yeah. And I know what this is like. Like I can relate. I've got um my 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 mum's got f- friends whose sons went to school with me, and there was kind of when the mums would meet up, the friends would be friends. But I know th- I don't really know this guy. All I've got in common is that we went to school together. Yeah. And I and I, I you know. For, my situation is very different, very different for this, but I know what it's like to kind of be paired with someone who you're kind of like. I guess we have to be friends because our mums are friends, or do you know? Do you know? And that's the thing. But I love Ali when when he when he has the absolute meltdown. Do you know what he said? Do you remember the scene? No. And he goes, uh, "Your mum better not date my dad." And he goes, like, "Well, I don't really, there's nothing really I can do about it." He goes, well, there is something you can do about it. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think she's quite keen on him. He's not keen on him. she's not really keen on. And I love that scene so much.
1: You're, that's just you've just um, given me a flashback <laughs> back to high school because my, uh, my 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 mum was a teacher in, yeah. in high school. Music teacher, yeah. um, And she was a teacher. I had this real meathead come up to me in the canteen. <laughs> Like and this you, guy what, was a, because and you got it
0: in because your mum was a teacher.
1: No, my, my yeah. Well, my mum was a teacher, yeah. And this this real meathead like Brit saw do, dust, I saw, do I know him? Yeah, you do, but I'm not gonna say. His no, name. I'm, gonna say I'm not gonna say his name. name. <laughs> name. That would be that would be cruel. What does it rhyme oh with? <laughs> 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 no. um, right and, you know, his his brains made of sawdust, and he, yeah. come, and he comes up to me, and goes, "Yeah, your your, your mum gave me detention." Nice, and I'm like. <laughs> Let me yeah just, let me just overrule that for
0: you i'm, I'm like, so sorry let me, please and if this ever happens again you know come straight back to me i do yeah
1: think this is, i'll i'll talk to her later i'll speak to yeah, her. i'll yeah. speak to her later because this Look, is not on genuinely i'm not like i said something i was like yeah and what do you He's like it's not on not on
0: i'm not happy about this <laughs> i'm like Right, I'm not asking that. that. We right. know, I know As an, you are. <laughs> I know another guy who's uh, who was in my year at school. His dad was uh, head of PE, and there was all the rumours that he was he was getting it hard. That's weird, isn't it? If your mum's a teacher at your school, and you, you get, get it, and it. You get it, and think, yeah, you yeah. must have. Yeah, it must be a bit of an odd one for you, actually. Uh, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't that good at music, though, so it didn't really matter, did it? Nah. <laughs> you were more of a man of physics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> less, say- less said about that, the better. <laughs> <He's>,
0: <laughs> moving on. How many
1: times did you sit your physics? Uh, more times than I <laughs> care talk to admit about, on this podcast. Did we talk
0: about this last week? No. No, we've did not we talked did? about this. <laughs> Any, anyway. <laughs> so, basically, when when Will eventually confesses that Marcus isn't actually his son, that's when the song Silent Sigh Properly, plays It's a beautiful, beautiful ballad, and it harps back. It, it's a, it's a bookmark in naughty's indie music. It's yeah. very similar to bands like Elbow and Keen, and that whole era where they're all kind of, yeah. They
1: used to call that Britpop. pop. Brit pop, yeah. Yeah, and it's that a... was like a genre. I'm not sure it's a genre anymore. I mean, I know Coldplay no, are still bringing out albums.
0: Well, but, but, like... but I think Coldplay did the, the smart thing they, they bust I know you're a big Coldplay fan and I, and yeah. I know that they sometimes divide fans and stuff well Look, we've just lost about te- uh, about oh, a I good did, handful I did. of s- subscribers now. yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> Britpop some bands made it and some bands didn't and I was a big yeah. fan of, you know bands like The Feeling I loved The Feeling do you remember the, they, they, did, they did some really oh, good, remind, me, remind me they did Fill My Little World yes yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. sewn and um i love it when you call they were a great brit pop band i quite like travis travis yeah yeah yeah, they were fantastic so badly drawn boy was in amongst that group but he i think his was a lot he was a very honest humble guy he i've watched a lot of interviews about him and he doesn't seem a very pushy character so he's a very unassuming guy and it maybe doesn't surprise me that we don't know his name he's not a household name nowadays because he isn't I think that time you, there was a lot of competition. And as I said, bands like Keen, I'm very reminded of Keen when I listen to Silent Sigh, yeah. And it has an upbeat quality whilst all the cast are just going through a shit time. Yeah, And I, and I, think, it's, I think that's a nice juxtaposition that, that basically has the yin and the yang of what you're seeing on screen and what you're hearing in your ears. And it yeah. actually blends quite It's the kind of salted caramel almost of, yeah, yeah. of music movie scenes. Then we have the talent show. Oh. and the Rock Concert Talent Show. And oh we days. can both relate to this because we ha- I have been Marcus. Yeah. I have done that. And you know the one t- I did that once. Stood up in front of the school and embarrassed myself wholeheartedly. But you don't have that level of foresight. But the beautiful thing about this is he's not doing it for himself. He's doing it because he wants to make his mum happy yeah. after getting the tambourine at Christmas. And she said... Which, doesn't that make it even more tragic
1: because oh. it, he kind of knows that he he, knows, this is well, not this is a good a, thing He knows for him he's to do.
0: committing social suicide. But his mum says to him at Christmas, when you sing, you fill my heart with wonder or warmth. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful thing. And he goes, well, that's what's going to make it's her happy. an accidental
1: du- guilt trip. It is an
0: accidental guilt trip. And it plays on his mind. And as you said, he commits social suicide almost for this. But then the most amazing thing happens where Will shows up at the 11th hour and comes yeah. on with the guitar. Yeah. And there's a funny callback because they referenced the guitar before because he goes, can you actually play the... When he, when Will... Uh, Marcus used to go around to Will's flat and goes, can you actually play the guitar or is it just there to look cool? And he goes... Yeah, just there to look cool. Like I don't care. Like yeah. you know, stop coming around to my house. Like yeah. But then he then he shows up and he plays it and he gets yeah. really into it. Yeah. And the song choice, Killing Me Softly, is such a beautiful song choice yeah. for this. Because they introduce this when Fiona invites Will back after their kind of meetup for the first yeah, time yeah. and she plays it on the piano and he goes The worst part is when she closes her eyes when she sings. Aww, it's, yeah, so it's so true. Cringe. It's so true. Because you I think know this really- I know people who yeah. They and we know both know people who close close their eyes when they sing. Yeah. And I, I, from this movie, you know, I play the guitar, and and I, if I ever catch myself closing my eyes when I'm ever singing a song, I I can't take myself seriously. Oh, it's, it's horrific, it's, isn't it? It is horrific. But then
1: it's the it's the nuances of that, like in Tony Collette's performance, yeah. like. It must be really hard to act cringe.
0: Act, Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> like,
1: just be yeah, really super embarrassing. really super embarrassing
0: and, and have that l- that lack of self-awareness where, yeah. that, that she portrays really well. And she has the kind of breakdown when they're going towards the music show. It's a really, really interesting scene. Anyway, it all does come to pass and, and he, he sort of, it does end in quite a, a more upbeat way. It doesn't fully yeah. end. It plays something to talk about again. It starts again with that iconic acoustic guitar intro. Uh, and that's it finished. But I love this movie. Yeah. I love it so, so much. Yeah,
1: well, as, as I said earlier, it's been, it's been criminally too long since I've seen it. And mm-hmm. I think after this, I'm going to go watch it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I've got a fun fact for you as well about this movie in, in terms of music. And I know we're pushed for time. We want to keep going on. Yeah. But this is a music movie fact. So basically, in the novel, I took this from IMDb, in the novel, Will introduces Marcus to and bonds with Ellie over the band Nirvana. The book is set in 1993-94, and the story climaxes with the kids learning about uh, about the kids learning about and being affected by the lead singer Kurt Cobain's suicide. And the title of the story is uh, an allusion on the Nirvana song about a girl. Oh, so there's a there's an interesting little tie in there, and and I think that would have been quite a beautiful finish. But obviously, the movie wasn't set in the '90s; it was yeah. set in the time that it was in. So yeah, I yeah. can see maybe why they changed that and took that out there. Yeah, but I thought that was a fun little nugget about the movie, and again, building on the fact that music is, um, at the the depth of this movie, it is at the bed of this movie, and it's very subtly done. I think it's a fantastic movie yeah. and a fantastic soundtrack. And so that is my small
1: report on. Uh, about a Boy. Woo! Nice, thank you. Thank Fantastic. You. No, but it, it does... It. One of the reasons I really like doing this is, again, sometimes we'll bring movies that the other one of us are not so familiar with or mm. can't quite remember so much. Mm. You've just talked about about a boy yes and now i really want to go and see it i hope and you said and you you said exactly the same thing about last time we recorded when because you did see once upon a time in the in the west yep 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 but yep you said afterwards that you appreciated it a bit more i did i
0: did appreciate more i think i think it's important to listen to what we an informed opinion on these sort of things because i you know more about it and i i can i can if you tell me like we i talked we talked a little bit about this if i yeah. think of a, a soundtrack was good from a movie i say how oh, have, you, have you seen this have you seen this a good soundtrack and you go yeah it's fine i go no yeah, yeah you're probably, <laughs> probably right but it's nice when there's a time where we flip it and i maybe don't or you don't i'm not blown away by it but you go Very, very clever, very subtle. They do this and they do that. And you get really passionate about it. And I go, no, that's it. That's really good. And that's what I like about there, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that's that's a big one. I give this, whilst I think this is a very deep and moving uh, performance, I'm going to give this one thumbs up out of our two thumbs up ratings. I don't think this is, this is definitely not the best example of music being used for a movie. But it is one of the more delicate and subtle movies that takes the music and moves on. Yeah, w- with it there. Yeah, I'd agree
1: with that. One thumb
0: up. Cool. Sorry, I had to drink some of your water there. Did you? Yeah. All right. I okay. Didn- I didn't mean to. I spat it back, so you've you still
1: spat got. It. Yeah, still got absolutely. I've, <laughs> I've got nutrients.
0: Not not an an <laughs> do, do these
1: glasses smell of salt a little bit? Oh, it's probably because you're. Washing them with that lovely, clean London water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm tasting This is horrible. Oh, well. <laughs> <Dip this>. well. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Hydration for the nation. Right, keep song. going. Can it. Anyway, right. Yeah. right. my choice for this week is one of my favourite movies from my childhood. Well, and my current hood. Your current hood? <laughs> My current hood. Um, do you have current hood memories in the same I do way have you have ca- favourite childhood memories? I do have current hood memories. Um, they're, 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 yeah, they're good. They're good ones. They're nice. They make you cry, don't they? Yeah. They give but, you that warm swelling feeling. But, anywho, the movie I'm going to talk about is Toy Story. Nice. I'm Callum, what's the link? What's the link with Toy Oh, cowboys. cowboys! Cowboys there! From Once Upon a Time in the West. Aren't cowboys. They, yeah. Beautiful. Do you know what? I think this could be quite like quite quite a fun little game we don't tell each other before before recording what the movie is what not what the movie is because i feel like we need to we need to Bra- know a little bit about other, what, we're, yeah. what we're doing embrace each other but like try not to think about what the what the link is if the link is really tenuous and then you can like guess if yeah. it's not too obvious oh Maybe that the... would
0: have taken me all night to work that one out that yeah. would have t- <laughs> I know, but still, I don't know. One of these days, I might stump you. you Do you not know. see the link? He was once married to him four years ago and they were married in France. And did you know that Will Poulter was in France at the time when he was shooting the movie Maze Runner? And mazes, they're grown in the ground, which is where ground is, which is Shia LaBeouf's holes. And Shia LaBeouf's in Transformers, which has cars. And so this week, we're talking Fast and Furious. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, now you say it. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I see what you're saying. When you paint it out like that, that's the link.
1: Oh, I <laughs> do apologise. I have only myself to blame for yeah. that little tirade. But anyway, Toy Story. What's unique is this
0: about this is that the music from Toy Story, Randy Newman has painted himself into a hole here almost with his voice because as soon as you hear any other Randy Newman song, you're thrown back to the likes of Pixar, you know, yeah. Monsters Inc, Toy Story. Obviously, famously, Toy Story. Yeah,
1: you've got a friend in me.
0: But he has got some great songs.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, he's primarily a songwriter. Yeah, rather than composer and orchestrator. But he does that in this movie. In Toy Story, he orchestrates the score as well. Yeah, and they're they're quite simple orchestrations. And listening to listening to the whole soundtrack, he does use a full symphony orchestra, but he doesn't. He very rarely uses all of it at once. Okay.
0: I, I, I've got an example of this. Maybe stop me from wrong. Yeah. The scene where Buzz goes through the track the, the the loop the loop on the track bounces yeah. on the ball when he fl- when he's flying yeah it uses the strings instrument the string section well actually the, the in piece, that, that in
1: that in that particular case that, that's one type where he used all he it all, <laughs> he <uses> it all. <laughs> so you're categorically <laughs> incorrect about Did all you, that when you there's, when said there's brass going there's winds Amazing. going there's percussion going Amazing. and you're like no, no all, just I, all, all I hear are the strings yeah. uh,
0: uh, <laughs> thank God you're here I I just when you said score that's a I can hear that piece of music in my my yeah. head. Do you know that? Yeah, almost. Yeah, so like that bit, So story.
1: that bit's quite thick scoring because obviously it's like quite exciting and you want mm. as much sound to build excitement mm. as possible. But throughout the rest of the movie, when you know Woody and Buzz are just out and about on yeah. their on their little quest, it, it's really just little combinations of instruments that work together really well and. There are very simple melodies and very simple accompaniments, almost like it's a child that's written it. Oh! And I I kind of think that that's deliberate. And is it instruments that maybe don't
0: match necessarily, kind of mimicking mimicking what you see on the screen, you know, a, 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 a space ranger and a cowboy... Having no, to work I together don't
1: think, and... I, I don't I don't think so because I I feel like a lot of the Space Ranger stuff is quite. Have you got it's this... quite brassy. Okay, and like you, you would kind of think that because well, you know yeah, what's I the most so. what's the most famous you know space thing do, do, Star Wars right. Do, do, do. Okay, <laughs> that's probably the classiest one. That's what like, I thought. Yeah, Star yeah, Wars. But, but yeah. Star Wars is the most famous, and you know John Williams brass like yes. you know. So people think space adventure and they think big brass, okay, yeah, um, horns and stuff like that. that. So did Randy Newman
0: knowingly lean on the brass section when he was orchestrating the space scenes in this movie? Was that a conscious decision that you think was made?
1: Well, I think so because if you remember, like back when we were kids, everyone had their favorite movie, and beyond that, their favorite. Idea almost uh-huh. like if you if your favorite thing was cowboys if your favorite thing was Star Wars sure. if your favorite thing was Jurassic Park I think I remember what like I back in the day Jurassic- your oh. your big thing was Jurassic Park I it's love like Jurassic dinosaurs Park. Yeah, yeah or spacemen yeah 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 and and the movies that we've grown up with have always had very specific sounds for those very different things yeah and so you end up having like different different things and I think ha- Andy moving from being a cowboy boy <laughs> to uh, space ranger oh, yeah space ranger boy is really reflected in the score because a lot of like woody's cowboy stuff which actually there's a lot more of it in toy story 2 as yeah. well is these fast strings as if you're galloping across yes the going, yes 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 yeah you you really get that and then it changes the horn section and then yeah buzz you know space ranger big fan fairy brass which would be really out of place on a western. I agree I agree I think that's
0: something now that you're drawing my attention to it I'm seeing that for for what it is and I think that's a really that's a great observation actually that you make. Can we talk about the song You've Got a Friend in Me because I think that has the most
1: the most famous part of Toy Story. It's so famous
0: it's used in all the films Yep. which which is rare when was the last time that Four of the same series of films had the same, not score song, but actual song.
1: Actual song. The, the, I mean, I mean I'm
0: sure there's probably hundreds and you're right and if you haven't have In fact that would be a good I'd actually like to know the answers to that if anyone can
1: think. Have think i I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but you've put me on the spot and do, I can't think of anything Do
0: you know what I mean? <laughs> I remember they used they use it very well in Toy Story Three because they only play half the song and it fades to black yeah. as he gets older and they do the transition from when he was a young Ooh. boy to when he's older. And we Don't talk I, to I know we Toy Story Three, Toy Story 3 oh. did it for us. We were that generation listeners where it affected us. You
1: will never, listeners. You will never hear a Toy Story three episode. It's it's too much. It's a bit.
0: It, it's a tough one to do. The tough one, I think, is actually the song in Toy Story two when Jess Jesse's Jesse one. sings that gets me as when well." When somebody loved me, oh. and I I I have such a um, I have such a horrible my teenage angst years when I was dumped. Your mum was my singing coach, and I was dumped the week before my singing. Exam. Yeah. And I had to sing when somebody loved you me. Did yeah, not. I did. I had to sing oh. it the week before, and I used to practice in those, you know, the cupboards because there was the overflow cupboards we have in the music department, yeah. where someone would go in and you would put the CD and on. You
1: your company. Going, and you'd you go into go in this room with no natural light <laughs> and very little air. Shut the door and just sob and lament. <laughs> oh God, that's tragic. It's
0: a sad. It's a really sad song, it is. and I I think that's actually one of my most favorite inclusions of music in the toy story yeah. films in terms of contemporary songs yeah. that feature within probably pixar movies actually as well when uh, when somebody loved me in toy story
1: 2 you brought up you've got a friend of me obviously the central song in in the whole series yep. and it's weird because it directly applies to woody and andy's Andy, relationship yep. but there's also quite a few contexts where like, it comes back and it also turns into Woody and buzz's yeah friendship as yeah, well yeah it does doesn't and, it and it it changes like that it, mm-hmm. it turns from the story being about And, Re- um, and Rex and Woody. Potato
0: Head <laughs> the, yeah. the untold story yeah the two of them singing it in the background <laughs> yeah
1: and Slinky and the and the Slink- back table the
0: backgammon <laughs> no not back <backgammon. laughs> the edge the extra
1: Oh, the, the, the etch etch
0: a, sketch. a sketch. When are we gonna hear that story, that you know, lament, that no, love story? Etch a sketch and Mister Spell. Oh, oh, etch a sketch and Mister Spell. <laughs> yeah. Oh crap! Toy. Oh, Do you know what? It's, so, it's so funny how a movie about crap toys reinvigorated merchandise sales for crap toys. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had a Woody or a Buzz, didn't they? Growing a Buzz like you're to the rescue. Yeah. Everyone had. I one had one in the movie for it. It was cu- it was so meta and original and oh. Look yeah. at this. A toy within a toy. Yeah. it was. It was I was really always funny. really
1: disappointed because in a real Buzz Lightyear action figure, the wingspan is not nearly as no, impressive it's mental, yeah. as, aspect, as it is in the movie. The cord
0: and the aspect ratio do not match. Much like a bumblebee, he is not aerodynamically efficient and therefore does not fly. There. Case closed. Okay, Alex, well, that's... Oh, uh thanks for that little... Speaking to Alex a bit later on there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks for that little <laughs> interruption there fantastic right so should we talk about the other songs in toy story please so there's two other main songs i want to talk about in this movie and they both occur when each of our main characters woody and buzz have pivotal character change like Mm -hmm. moments Mm -hmm. their 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 idea of the world is drastically changed during these songs and the first one is woody's woody's big character shift where he's thrown into obscurity basically mm-hmm. is strange things right and it's got, yes. it's weird because yes. it's quite a jolly it's it's quite a jolly song and it's played for laughs in in the movie because everyone's obsessed with buzz yes he's helping everyone out with their Problems. he's a good
0: bloke he, he is good doing. he is good beautiful singing voice yeah amazing hygiene i mean obviously
1: he's co- obviously he's clueless because he thinks he's a real space ranger but yeah. like everyone everyone loves him because he's like something different yeah but for woody it's it it's his life is over as he knew it his life is over as he knew it he has to come to terms with a new role he's of redundant. being the second yeah with with being the second choice and as a result, he might end up losing his authority with the other toys, the being their leader, yeah, that's a great all point. that. And again, it's played for laughs in the actual movie, but if you listen to Randy Newman's lyrics, it's almost like he's singing the inner monologue of Woody, how Woody oh, perceives, these,
0: point. Yeah. perceives
1: these events to be going on. And it's exactly the same in the second song we'll talk about in this, which is I Will Go Sailing No More, which is really Buzz's monologue... This-
0: Gives me shivers every time. This, and, and I'm gonna cu- cu- almost step in towards you because this song. When I watched this, I remember talking with someone about this. It's so so beautiful because it just it it emphasizes him. It brings him back down to earth, metaphorically and physically. Yeah, yeah. And the way that it paints that in the thing where he goes, no, I no, I I can fly. He's yeah. he is the last. He sorry. He is the first person, unlike Woody, where everyone sees it happening. He's the first person who has to convince himself that he can't fly yeah. before he can continue onwards. As no, actually, I am a toy.
1: Yeah, but that yeah, that's the big character shift. It obviously happens a lot much later in the movie. You know, Buzz spends the whole movie thinking that he's this real Space Ranger, and then he accidentally sees a commercial. Oh, that's right, yes. himself right. on on the TV.
0: Mm-hmm. And... You had this happen to you, didn't you? When yes. You saw I, I, the- I
1: saw a commercial <laughs> of myself on the TV and I realised I wasn't a real person. I can't actually
0: fly. Yeah. This isn't a real violin. <laughs> These aren't real hands and they're not hands, are just painted on. They are.
1: They are. I flipped over my watch and it said, made in Taiwan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, it's, it's horrendous. It no, is it really, really is weird. horrendous.
1: And again... Randy Newman sings Buzz's inner monologue. He sings No It Can't Be True and oh, in yeah, that bit really, yeah. because it's a sad song, but then there's this bridge section where the song goes into defiance mode and then brass comes back, yes, yes, which is yes. your Space Rangery stuff. And goes no it can't be true i can fly if i wanted to like a bird in the sky i believe i can fly i can fly yes and then he holds this fly and then buzz says to infinity and beyond and you think he's gonna do it you know he's a toy yeah but i I swear i swear the first i saw this movie really young which means I, i i bet the first few times you see a movie at that kind of age you maybe forget that you've seen it sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. or you remember seeing it but you don't always pay attention to little plot details and things like that because you can't because you're mm. so young because you're a, yeah because you're an idiot you're a
0: little
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you as a child
0: I remember there Nothing. I'm Alex, my I would, cl- I would <laughs> click in your direction. I'm like that over here. Flashlights and stuff like that. Go, yeah,
1: Sonic, <laughs> absolutely.
0: <laughs> Play absolutely. the violin.
1: Yeah, but then that's what you look for <laughs> in a higher physics. That's what you look for in a friend's car. Yeah. You always want to surround yourself with people who are dumber <laughs> <I just> than <laughs> you <laughs> <mold> to make you make yourself look better. <laughs> I, do. I, <laughs> don't, I don't need to outrun you. I
0: just need to outrun the lion. Yeah. No, no, right. I don't need to outrun the lion. I just
1: need to outrun you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. I hope you, <laughs> hope you feel superior. <laughs> That's a much that darker joke. That also makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christ. I know. Uh, I've forgotten what I was talking I've about. I've completely forgotten some of the shit. What was it about Buzz? No, no, no. <laughs> the first couple of times you've seen this movie, did you not think that he was going to do it? Uh, he was going to be able to fly? Uh,
0: I'll be honest, no. But every time I... Because I... I saw it for what it was and I remember watching this movie and being really entertained by the fact that Buzz was in his own head and what amazes me more and still to this day is how at the end he flies Yeah. with the rocket on his back and, yeah. and I like that scene how he goes no you're actually flying
1: yeah 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 but and he then he goes be, no I'm, falling, I'm not I'm falling with style It's a he, lovely callback
0: is he falling so he must be because I mean that thing must be heavy that's been shipped over from where, where do you reckon Buzz is manufactured Ga- like, it says China.
1: It says on his wrist. He, is, Taiwan, is it? Taiwan? Is it? I think oh, so. Okay, yeah, you're probably right. You can correct me if I'm wrong. So, so I think he it's must Taiwan. be
0: a heavy lad. I mean he's a porky son of a bitch. Have you seen there's a really funny um <laughs> short stocking. Well there's a funny <laughs> there's a really funny image online. So, Google like box Google buzzlight Lightyear outside of his costume. That is weird. He's like a thumb man. I've never sort seen of thing. that. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to I'm going to oh, this, this makes no. for great entertainment. It? whilst whilst I'm Googling Buzz Lightyear out of his costume. You do it. You do it at home.
1: Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> We're gonna do it along with us.
0: I'm going to Google Alex out of his costume well, later. <laughs> <It's> just,
1: you, <laughs> you perv.
0: <laughs> oh, would well, you know that Alex out of his costume? Actually, there is a thing. Look at this.
1: It's so it's no, not.
0: supposed to be googling Buzz. No, 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 no. I've given up with that one there. So okay, so it's not in images, but if you go into Google, someone has drawn it. Oh my
1: days!
0: It looks like he has. He's, he's looking at a ra- on him. Look if, at the if, state of that. If
1: that's not a character in Rick and Morty, I don't know Look what it is. Look at
0: that. They've even given him a wee bulge. Sick oh.
1: Bastard. And oh, a
0: mustache. He looks too happy, doesn't
1: he? Oh, he does. Oh, no. I'm okay. not happy with that at all. <laughs> so
0: that's Buzz.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> Mildly disturbing is what it's known as. Mildly on disturbing so Buzz Light. Like that's funny. Oh.
1: Anyway. Oh my days. Yeah, and the last piece of music I want to talk about in Toy Story is, it's like the second or third track. It's one of the first tracks of actual scoring, not one of the songs. And it's called Andy's Birthday. Okay. And it's, it's a really famous little jingle because in the beginning period of Pixar, they used that track for when, you know, when you see the Disney castle when you know when they give studio credits
0: it's not wish should want to start no no no, no. that's disney. for normal
1: disney okay that's for normal disney but in the earlier pixar movies they had like a special 3d generated disney castle that looked oh. like way more badass okay, than the yeah, normal yeah. disney the castle. castle no 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 no, 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 no. before before guitar. before the lamp before the lamp comes up for pixar yeah before the you... lamp comes up for pixar what's there's... the lamp
0: called can you remember
1: is it not like lumo or something Lu- i think it is yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, it's something like that have you
0: seen the videos of the guys who are drunk doing impersonations of the lamp i'll no. show that i'll link it to the bottom it's show, so funny we'll get to those the yeah, yeah show, exactly. that, show that later so at but, the start
1: um so where, when the studio credits are rolling and you get the bouncing lamp mm-hmm. you also have the disney castle and the Disney Castle for the Pixar ones were always more elaborate than the normal Disney. No, it's not. Yes. And they didn't play "When You Wish Upon the On Upon a Star" for the Pixar ones. They played yep. Andy's birthday.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to listen back to this. No, I don't actually know.
1: No, I'll play it to you, and then you'll know exactly. I'm okay, gonna pause it and just quickly. Yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. It yeah do it. One
0: second. Right. I have now listened to the piece "Andy's Birthday" and completely see where it is. I'm so woke right now. You have no <laughs> idea. I know everything now. I'm so there. Epstein did. Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, right. The world. is... <laughs> I'm there. I know it all. Way to bring it into
1: 2019. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs>
0: Honestly, so you finished
1: with the start. I finish. I finished with the start. It's because I got lost on a tangent on those songs because I love those songs. Yeah, they're great.
0: They are. They are. They they're really really good. I think it's. As a Pixar movie, with the, I didn't know it was Randy Newman who did the score. Yeah, um, you had an interesting fact you wanted to tell me about. Well, yeah, Randy it's a Newman. really
1: yeah, it's a really distinctive sound, isn't it? The songs you can tell that it's a Randy Newman song, and you can tell when the score kind of sounds like his songs as well. Sure.
0: Yes. Yes. And in in the same way that on About a Boy, Badly Drawn Boy uses his songs and variations on his yeah. songs. But, and what's, instruments to, but
1: what's really interesting is his style does not sound anything like the other styles of other members of his family because this is a very interesting thing is the Newman dynasty of Hollywood. Okay. I swear this is like the film music Illuminati or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. Because it started with you Alfred Newman. Alfred Newman, who scored a lot of old movies in the '30s, which I'll be honest, I've not seen any of them. No. I looked this up earlier. Haven't you? No, I've seen, not seen it. Anyone. All right, name three.
2: <laughs> you jumped on me there. <laughs>
1: name three. Uh, three by Alfred Newman. uh Now I can because I looked it up on Wikipedia, but you can. I'm
0: a new man in a new body, in a new Buzz Lightyear suit. uh That's the first one. That was a classic. Right. Remember that one in the we 1930s. Keep, in the 1930s. Very in the good.
1: 90s, uh, right before this, I before this spirals out of control, I'm just going to continue. Right, two sons, David and Thomas. David did the Nutty Professor and Ice Age.
0: Oh, the original Nutty Professor.
1: No, the Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yeah. (laughs) Eddie. (laughs) 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 But I've been waiting for an excuse to do an Eddie Murphy. (laughs) But very, very different. But very, very different. Now, (laughs) Thomas Newman is the one that's really gonna is gonna really gonna do it for you. I
0: recognize that name.
1: Yeah. So Randy is the nephew of Alfred. Yep. So Alfred's Alfred's other son Thomas. Can you think of anything? Because as soon as I start listing these, it's gonna blow. It's gonna blow your mind.
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Shawshank Redemption.
0: Oh okay. Yes. 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 American yes. Beauty. Of course. Of course. Of course. Finding Nemo. Yes. Yep. Finding Nemo. Yeah. Now you Bridge it, of yep. Spies. It's interesting that he did Finding Nemo, obviously, because Randy's doing the other Pixar movies. And yeah. That must have been the, the link. Again, Dynasty. This ne- fall This nepotism. Yeah. Creeping into the industry. <laughs> like
1: yeah, but give some of the other ones a break. This is great. And apparently, one of Thomas Newman's first jobs was as an orchestrator on *Return of the Jedi*. Oh, interesting. He was a, okay. a, an assistant for John Williams, and I think I saw or read something that said he did like Vader's redemption scene okay. when he basically becomes Anakin again oh. and that whole thing was orchestrated by, How interesting. by Newman because sometimes composers don't have time to fully orchestrate things themselves. Sure, sure, they compose all these things but you know they've got hours and hours and hours that's of music that's an
0: interesting point because what happens obviously with a lot of movies specifically nowadays the most famous one I can think of the top of my head is Phoebe Waller-Bridge has been famously brought in to do some I think it's rewrites and maybe put her spin on a couple of scenes within no time to no time to die yeah. the, the new bond movie yeah. but and there's obviously countless examples where writers have been brought in to uh to do some stuff Zack snyder for example yeah. in the, the, the that that absolute banger which we're not going to go into yeah. uh, but this must happen in music as well then and this is obviously an example with with thomas newman yeah where musicians have come in they've made their mark on a specific scene do you think he was brought in because they needed it or because he... No, it, it would have... I
1: think... No, it would have... I, I can't say definitely, but I suspect that it would literally just be a workload thing. Okay. Um. The, that John Williams would have just this huge amount of work to do and it would... And the music would need, like, assigned parts. Right. And... Properly orchestrated, which means you know, deciding where to put them, which instruments are going to play the melody, which instruments are going to play accompaniment. Interesting. Which, okay. Wh- basically, what every what everyone's going to do and how to craft that in the most satisfying way appropriate to the scene, and he just needs somebody to just stick it down. Really, so and, someone
0: just to commit. Someone yeah.
1: Just to. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting.
0: Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. so that. That's, that's... Well, I
1: suspect that... So, you know, I've never I've never been in a film scoring session. I've recorded film music, but it's yeah. always been prepared for me Sure. before before I've played. Yep. But I've never been privy to like the writing process, and I really would be fascinated yeah, to learn more about it. Yeah, I think about, that, that is interesting. More about it. So, yeah, that's Toy Story.
0: Amazing. One thing that I like about Toy Story is they do the gag reel at the end. Yes. And when, what... what happened the gag reel? Because there was one in Nutty Professor, which... <laughs> Well, <laughs> buddy Love! There's, there's the link. Oh goodness, oh I love that. It's such a crap movie, isn't it? They're so good, though. I just wanted to use them. Anyway, Sherman. Sherman Club. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how much I say that. I walk around the house. I walk into the kitchen. See if I'm on my own. Like, Maddie's gone to work and I'm sort of pottering around the house. I'm going, Sherman. Oh, old Sherman like. Oh, Buddy Love wants to look in the oven. And I look in the oven and I go, Oh, that oven is dirty! And then we've... You
1: don't do that.
0: <laughs> I've done it more times. I don't do too, that. But right. I love. I love that. Moving the ga- forward. The gag reel. No, no, the gag reel. Oh no! Because, <laughs> because what must? What's amazing about gag reels in animated movies is that they must have had to write it seriously because it's not a real gag reel. A gag yeah. reel is when something went wrong. Yeah. But these are all...
1: They're fully animated. Fully, fully animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it always
0: threw me off there. If it was yeah. a real gag reel, the, right, the sketch would just start to get a bit crappy and stuff, but they're all fully rendered. Yeah. Which is amazing Like when you think about yeah. it. And,
1: and kudos to them for going ahead and yeah. doing it. You know they took out, though, a, a section of the gag reel in Toy Story 2?
0: Yes. Now, was, that, was it
1: because... Stinky Pete. It was stinky Pete because st- he had a couple he's... of Barbies, he had a couple of Barbies I mean, in his was... thing and he was like, "Yeah, I'm sure I can get you a role in Toy oh, Story 3." And it was very Harvey Weinstein-y. Oh, it's actually point. really cringy Amazing. watching it, watching it now. And so it out. Yeah. Well, I think for like streaming Disney's things now, things Plus like and I mean, obviously really I've got a physical copy of it. So if you have a physical copy, you So you're already you can, it, So it's you not you can still find it. it. Like yeah. it's still there, but like I think for newer releases, they've taken it out because it's really dodgy. And
0: it is really dodgy and Look, it's a joke. It is yeah. obviously they're joking they're, they, and, and they're not they're not directly referencing anything in particular. Yeah. But I think that's that's pretty responsible. Uh, I mean, obviously, there are some cases where things like that maybe are, are go, go a bit too far. And it, we're, yeah. we're not going to get into the politics of it there. But I, I guess maybe that's that's a, that's a good honest. Yeah, that's a good honest disclu- disclusion. Is that the right word for that? Yeah. Is that word? Disclusion?
1: Yeah, well, let's say that it is. Let's, the word disclosure. <laughs> let's say that it Nice. Is. Love this movie. But on that note, shall we move forward? Moving forward. Move it this forward. Forward.
0: Uh, trailers have been dropping like flies hot this cake, like hot cakes hot it's been cakes. raining trailers cats and dogs we hot talked trailers. so cakes. we were recording this one not long after we recorded episode three uh we discussed no time to die we also discussed a little bit in-depth black widow trailer i feel like we missed a few things out there i don't really care I, I don't confess to be a huge comic book guy i'm i'm starting to get back into oh you're properly graphics.
1: invested in mcu though. mcu
0: i'm properly invested in that and a lot of the things there, but i'm 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 reading a lot of uh, graphic novels and rereading a lot of things at the moment. I find it's a really good gift to give, yeah there's a waterstones near my work, and I like to peruse the graphic novel section and because they're a really good gift to give to like my brother to friends yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I wonder what you Guess what you're getting this year? Oh, for
1: goodness' sake! Wait to spoil. W- it. I'm
0: the worst at spoiling gifts. Oh. We were recording last week, and my Amazon delivery for all my gifts came in, in middle of the podcast, and Maddie came through. And there's me like shunting these boxes through, and I'm like, "Close your eyes, close your eyes." Here's your Christmas present. Here's your Christmas. Exactly. I've um, although it's quite good. I've got. I'm going to this year commit to doing the thing that you see on YouTube where. People box gifts like past the parcel because right. I've got so many boxes because of you know Amazon decide to wrap something that's tiny in a huge big box and that's their way about going about yeah. it. They, they leave you all these boxes and I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to doing that this year. Anyway, yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs>
1: anyway. Trailers. Trailers.
0: yeah So uh, a couple of trailers came out this week. and I'm gonna look at my phone. Now. Do you want to talk? Which one do you want to talk first? We have uh, the boys' trailer. Oh did, yeah. The boys on superheroes. Now, The Boys uh, TV series obviously dropped this year on Amazon. Yeah, right, yeah The on, Boys written... Oh, what are you doing? He's checking his phone. I'll keep going. The Boys, uh, an American comic from DC, uh, originally written with by Gar- Gareth uh, Garth Ennis. The, the reason I like The Boys is because the central character is actually Scottish. It's Wee Huey. Yeah, and in the in the novel in the graphic novels, I haven't. I, I I'm. Do you know to, a I've real Scottish
1: them. person called Huey? Wee Huey. Wee, wee Huey. Huey. How's it going? How's it? All oh, right, there, boys. Get your
0: stuff on the go. My Billy Bootshaw. Wee We Huey. He sounds like a wee like a wee gangster, doesn't he? From <laughs> <The> Glasgow. Oh. <laughs> in the sauna, of the night, Huey. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like. I liked it because in the graphic novels, he's painted to look like. Simon Pegg. Yeah. But Simon Pegg plays the dad of Wee Huey in it, and Wee Huey isn't yeah. Scottish in this. Yeah, which, forgive me, Simon Pegg, questionable American yeah. accent? It's, it's, it's a questionable, what is it? It's a Scottish accent in Star Trek also. I don't think it's Nah, that but bad. that's tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's that's it's, a joke, And it's though. difficult to do a yeah. Scottish accent actually yeah. on screen, and which might have been the reason, because they they might, have, they might have, they probably went, right, Wee Huey, Scottish, right, we'll cast a Scottish guy. Realised they they couldn't... No. Because there's not many Scottish actors. What about Jerry Butler? What is a wee Huey? Yeah. But Jerry Butler? Nah. Just, you know, David Tennant in the Nah, role. but
1: Simon, Simon Pegg... James McAvoy. Simon Pegg and, in Star him. Trek. Like, that's just so tongue-in-cheek. And I think when you go completely ridiculous on an accent, you can do it quite well. Because he's like... Get down! Ah, yeah, yeah. He goes over the top, what? doesn't he? Shut up! Shut, yeah, yeah. he goes Shut your he, hole. He goes
0: full on. But, I mean, The Boys is a, is a radical, it's a full-on series. Yeah. You, you enjoyed the
1: first season. I loved it. I it was, was great.
0: They did this amazing thing where they brought what was quite a niche comic. And they, this is happening more and more. Obviously, there's the Watchmen series out. Another one was the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. These niche pieces of art to mainstream. The boys, I would argue, is the most successful. Obviously, the R rating helped. Yeah, R rated things are in. I think they're looking at Venom Two at the moment, which is potentially going to be an R rated version from Venom One, which obviously, you know, that has its Oof. that has its own issues there. But but I think this is being leaned on a lot. Obviously, The Joker has made a billion. Yeah, and Deadpool has done extremely well. Yeah, so R rated things are in, and I think the boys represent this. There's a yeah. lot of blood in that trailer. Yeah, the guy gets there's a guy that gets his head ripped open. Something obviously, yeah. there's blood on uh, home homelander. Yeah, they don't, the, they don't they don't hold back. They don't for, hold back for it, which I like, and I liked yeah. because the 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 stupid scenes, obviously, that the dolphin scene and the baby with laser laser beam eyes and stuff yeah. from the first season. That's what made it so unique. That they, they were iconic moments, and it had a real good kick at the bucket that series, yeah. The Boys, and it brought in a level of fans. That I a lot of my friends who are not comic book movie fans who are very into what they do is their and and their occupation, um, which is more of a vocation, you know. Yeah. yeah. But they they there's a it they emphasised with a lot of the character they they could they could see a lot of the characters and a lot of the, the the struggles that they were having throughout the series and stuff. And it was also quite it was appropriate as well with the whole they kind of rewrote the whole story. Um, with i, f- I forget the, the the girl's name um who's obviously he's exposed to it at the, st- the start of it there and that all yeah. leads to the um the deep being disgraced from the seven which i thought was a really really good storyline yeah, yeah yeah it's it's a quality anyway i'm really looking forward to this i'm looking yeah. forward to the inclusion of some new superheroes from the movie yeah uh from the comic books so i was looking one one that i'm looking forward to i hope they do is tech knight yeah so i was reading about tech knight who is a kind of batman iron man-esque play on uh on that character who's yeah. who's a human who's a self-made millionaire who creates his own suits and stuff yeah. in this universe. And I think there's room for that. There's also Stormfront, which is a kind of play from Thor. Yeah. I so these are some I like, like
1: that they're all caricatures of, of real of the most famous of yes. superheroes because the whole the whole seven is basically just a play on the Justice, Justice League of course.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. I I I think it's really really exciting. I'm also
1: excited but then to the, see The Justice League movie is a bit of a play on the Justice League as well, isn't it? <laughs> It's a bit meta, isn't it? If only it knew it was... <laughs> Sorry, being... Warner Brothers. If... try again later. <laughs> if only it knew it was being so meta.
0: Anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to this. I don't yeah. know
1: when it's being released. I don't know. I'll be watching it as soon as it drops.
0: Yeah, I hope it's early 2020. Um, I don't think it is. I think it's, I think it's going to be later than yeah. that. Another trailer that came out this week, which I am super excited for, was the Ghostbusters trailer, Ghostbusters yes. Afterlife.
1: Now, we just watched this... Uh, the trailer just before we started recording because I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, you do. and I was like, yes, it's it's good, isn't it? Good I because like this.
0: obviously Ghostbusters famously had a bit of a hit and a miss with the uh, Ghostbusters three. Was it called Ghostbusters three or was it the Ghostbusters? I think, they just call- I think I can't remember what was it called like Call to Action or something. Something. Like that? That, oh yeah, because but that was the name of the song that they used for it. Or was, it was answer in, the call answer the call answer the call yeah ghostbusters answer the call yeah. i think was it and i think that was the name of the song that was used in the end credits and that was that was created right. for the film yeah i didn't Look, you have your issues with this film i famously will always sit on the fence with these properties i'm not uh, yeah, you know, I, I I I thought there was some great performances in that. I
1: thought Christian Wagen, Melissa It didn't ruin. It didn't ruin my childhood. It didn't ruin. No. you know, my 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 love. But, of just, Ghostbusters but you just anything. hated all the women in it, didn't you? You just had no idea. Do, time do not, head. do not put those <laughs> words in my mouth. I said very.
0: When is it going to go back to blokes? Oh yes. <laughs>
1: No, I said very seriously to you that if it was the if that movie was the original Ghostbusters team, it would have still been as bad. Yeah, I think
0: I think you're right. I, you know, like obviously, it, it got a lot of flack from people who from idiots because some idiots. <laughs> you know, some people genuinely were hurt and offended by this. Yes, it. and it, look, just make a thing good. Just make new good things. Yes, they did it. They did a they did a good shot, and actually. For, for a large part of it, it was really entertaining. I, yeah. I really, really... You know, I've watched this more... For some reason, watched this a few different times. I'm not, sorry, I'm playing with the zip on my trousers. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was fine. But this trailer is fantastic. So can we talk a little bit about this? Yeah. The casting of Finn Wolfhardt Yeah. is really, really great. He's blowing up, isn't he? He is. He's everywhere at the moment. And quite right. You know, Stranger Things, it caught the public's attention. It caught the public's imagination. I love the the sort of joke where he plays in stranger things series two they are the ghostbusters yeah and he also plays a ghost so now he is in the ghostbusters actually with the suit and th- this trailer doesn't have any of the original cast in it so you know your um your bill murray's uh th- these guys are aren't showing up aren't showing up in in the trailer but finn wolfhart it's it's, it's heavily implied that he is the son or the grandson of one of the original ghostbusters yeah and doesn't really doesn't really know this and I I think it 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 leads into uh, egon yeah um, being being the the sort of the link between these although what's what's interesting is that and I was reading this somewhere is that actually in the original movie Ray says that he to to fund the Ghostbusters, had to take a second mortgage out on his second home. Oh, do you think it's so that? So I think it could be right ra- oh. It could be there, but basically, yeah. So, but obviously, tragically, Harold Harold Ramis, who 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 helped write the Ghostbusters, sadly passed away. I think it was uh, it was two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, it was re- relatively recently. It was relatively recently, which was which was very very sad. He he had a large hand in the original, and yeah. I think that they're probably going to lean a little bit into this one there. Obviously, you see him. Uh, Finn, I don't know if it's Finn Wolfhard, you see one of the characters looking through the costumes yeah. and it says Spangler, if you pause the scene, it says Spangler on the costume. Okay. So I think it will be a son. Obviously when he mentions, uh, when, when Paul and Paul Rudd's obviously in this yeah. one here, he says, who are you? Yeah. And at that point he's holding the kind of the probe, you know, the, the, the almost like the the uh, the Geiger-Muller yeah, counter yeah, 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 for yeah. ghosts when it has yeah. the, the wires poking out there. I yeah. thought that was a really interesting... Do you, think, uh, do
1: you think Bill Murray will show his face? Yes, yeah, so do the original
0: think... cast are all... The original cast, we've got Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver. Um, oh, seriously? Yeah, and Annie Potts is going to be in this one here. Uh, Ernie Hudson is going to be in this one. Oh, excellent. Uh, the, the, obviously, as, as we've mentioned before, how... It Gernis, seems
1: more dramatic. Yes, it does. It, it, it doesn't... Seems... Like, it was very much a comedy, the last one. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah,
0: well, it was, it was quite a dirty... You know, as I said, we talked about this, I think, a couple of episodes ago, about how they... Wanted to be kind of these exterminators more, yeah. and it was and it showed this filthy New York in the eighties and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I think it was it was a really good inclusion. Um, one character who's not going to be back. I don't think Rick Moranis will be back. in after his uh, and we won't get into quite a sad departure from Hollywood. I think right. you know, we. I, I'll tell you about that after. It's yeah, an interesting yeah. story actually. Um, his one there. So moving on, we see there's a couple of shots where there's one sh- there's one scene where we see a, an almost Slimer esque ghost throughout this. Yeah, and I think. I'm I'm placing my bet now. There's going to be a Slimer take two right. because. This movie is going to cash in on the merchandising. You know, if you think about how successful. What what, what, what are the reasons
1: you have to do these franchises? I know
0: exactly, <laughs> and and you know you've got at the moment everywhere Baby Yoda is there, and you're reading the the, the headlines and stuff. Obviously, you've not not had a chance to see the Mandalorian yet, but we've no. seen Baby Yoda everywhere.
1: Yeah. And I right. was reading a funny. Thanks Disney for know, not yeah. giving you Disney Plus. Disney... We have to, and we have we still have the internet to spoil things for yep. us.
0: Yeah. Yay. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for that, Disney. Screw you. When I left your home, I left the kettle on. So yeah, I don't even don't even care about that. Wait, yeah. not a kettle. I oven. left the microwave, the oven on. Yeah, yeah, gas. <laughs> the gas. Explosion. The um no, it, it, yeah, it's a tragedy. But they're going to ham up this merchandising. I think from Baby Yoda's perspective, they're like, what are you sniggering at?
1: You left the kettle.
0: <laughs> left the kettle. on. <laughs> like, oh, bo- I, I boiled your kettle. Boba probably
1: cool Bob by Bob now. going to have a
0: nice <laughs> cup of tea when he gets in after a hard day of promoting baby Yoda to everyone. All I've all I've done is slightly <laughs> assist him and taken out that ever so slight annoyance in his, in his de- no I could put the kettle. Have you seen this before um in, in the UK American listeners we have electric kettles we plug them in at the wall but there's this there's this really funny group of people where they they in America they don't they put it on the gas. Yeah. And so there's these photos of people who've put plastic bottomed electric kettles on gas hobs unless oh it to burn oh. which is obviously extremely dangerous make sure you know know your kettles yeah know your ke- that's so that's what i've done to you bob iger yeah slut <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> we, i love how much we laugh like little girls at the end of that one yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so i think this is going to be a huge opportunity for 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 who owns ghostbusters is it
1: Disney? They will assume. no idea they will soon i'm see. sure well they, i think it's probably like universal, universal.
0: i think it is, it is universal you're absolutely right so i think but as i said rick moranis won't be in this one but i think paul rudd is going to to play the kind of rick moranis character so he's been cast almost he's the geology teacher at the school who is a geologist his name is mr gruberson yeah and i think paul rudd is going to be the kind of link between the kids and he's the only one who remembers the Ghostbusters. He, yeah. he says in the trailer that, you know, it, it was amazing and it was the, it, it was an amazing time in New York. And, yeah. and I think they're going to lean on the fact that maybe there hasn't been a ghost scene in a while. And I think he it, he feels responsible to kind of get the kids up to date with actually, you know, know your history. Know the fact yeah, that yeah, these yeah. guys were real and it was yeah. an amazing time. Could you imagine that? If, if we were growing up in an era where there was, in the 80s, in the 70s, there were real ghosts, real Ghostbusters, real sightings, and then we haven't heard. Oh, the world would be in the girl, The world would be on edge, wouldn't it? Yeah. The world would just be. Uh, when's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? Yeah, next? It's like wait. Yeah. Oh. So I think I think it, the kids are Spangler's Spangler's kids. Even though they they you know they they sort of mention the whole uh, race dance sort of says about the mortgage yeah. in the house and stuff that yeah. are there. And um, we see an interesting thing. so, so Shandor Mine. Is the name of the mine that's. If you look at the, the, the where they see the mine, the green, the famous sort of green light coming from the mine shaft. Yeah, yeah. Now, Shandor, does that name ring a bell to you? Not Shandor. particularly. So, Shandor is the name of the architect from the original building. And so uh, he, they designed okay. these buildings to be portals almost to the ghost world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I think that that's going to play a, a huge part in it. This yeah. mine is going to be. Do think we'll get Zool back? Zool. Well, you see the hand of one of the demon dogs. Yeah. And. Uh, like I say, Sigourney Weaver is back at, as Dana, yeah. so I think that there will be a, I think there will be a sort of callback to there, which I think would be really, really interesting yeah. to see. There is no Alex, only Zool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I love that. And, and always remember, kids, if somebody asks you, are you a god?
0: Are you a god? <laughs> you
1: say, yes. <laughs> are you?
0: So I think he's going to... I think she'll be back as the gatekeeper and Paul Rudd will be the key master. Right, okay. Which is great. I love the, the yeah. gatekeeper and the key master. Uh, yeah. Finally, from the trailer, we see the gunner seat Yeah. in the uh, Ecto-1. So the Ecto-1 was, was the original from the first one there. And I believe it... I think they had an Ecto-2 in the second one. So yeah. this is from the first... Movie and I think it, I, I think it looks great. Obviously, it's it, it does that scene where it cuts through the crop field. I'm really
1: excited for yeah. this. Yeah, it well looks it looks a much more immersive and entertaining movie I, as opposed to just a light. And show. And I think
0: this is a really good. I think of all the properties to reboot, I think this is a really great pop, pro, pro, property. Bro, yeah.
1: to bring forward
0: to this new generation, and I think there's a really really good story. There's great story elements of yeah. it, and yeah, I. I th- it's great. It, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this. Yeah. No, there was a little, a little fun fact for you, there that you saw in the trailer very briefly. The books stacked up. When yeah. they they hide they hide under the table because there's a sort of earthquake almost in the trailer. Yeah. You see stacked up books, which is obviously a reference to the the first ghost in the first movie where all the books are stacked up. You know when they're in the library sequence. Yeah. That used to scare the shit out of me that bit. Oh yeah, that used to really scare creepy. Me. So I was. It's scared. a creepy I, movie. They are quite creepy and for such a low budget SF. Yeah. We were talking. I was about, scared
1: by it quite a bit of the original. We were movie. talking
0: about the Zool scene where they open the fridge. It's funny when they sh- they tested that footage. They hadn't put the the the, the special effects into that scene yet so when they tested that the the audience apparently so this was from the documentary i was mentioning a few episodes ago they they open that they see uh sigourney weaver open the fridge and then it says insert Special effects here. And then it just had that for a few seconds where she sees the ZOOL And then and she, she, starts sc- screaming. And she starts screaming. So these test audience had no idea what they were seeing But they said that made it almost scarier because they don't know what it was and what made her so afraid Wow, but uh yeah, so I, I'm I'm super excited for this. I'm super yeah. on board with that. Yeah, anything else? I do have something else I want to talk about. We can we're, 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 we're cutting on we I can save this till next week It's not a pressing bit of news, but it's yeah. uh I reckon I reckon we call it a day there yeah. Nice. Looking forward Fantastic. to next week. So this was a kind of, I guess this is our Christmassy one. We are recording this before Christmas. I'm not quite sure when we'll get this one out. I, I think this one will come out in January, sort of. Yeah, time. I
1: think we're gonna aim to start putting these out in January. We hope so. so.
0: Hello, I hope January's nice and wet for you all. There, yeah. we will. By the
1: time we I post, hope the post world's this, still here.
0: We will have an email. Uh, I might go back and maybe put a small recording at the end of these so that I can mention the email at the end of each episode. Yeah, that might be a good idea. I think I'm probably going to do that. I'm yeah. probably going to say this there and tidy up the endings because we've been riffing the endings quite a lot. and I don't actually know what to say until no. I know...
1: How do you end such a wonderful thing? Oh, goodness. No. Don't say
0: goodbye. Well, with a kiss, obviously. Come here, you. No, Give me- <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, you can put your clothes on. So... uh <laughs> Anyway, thank you very, very much for listening. Yes, to thank we you. We really thank hope you, you enjoy. Um, what I do know is they say is hit the subscribe button because I think that helps. Downloads help us, help yep. our cause. Uh, get the name. Tell a friend. Tell a, tell a music Yeah, buddy, I, feel, I, feel tell like, a non- I feel like word buddy. of mouth is always the best word. Word of mouth is it. I mean, I've, I've kind of kept a bit hush hush on this whole thing. I think when we drop, I'm going to tell a few people who I know will probably want to listen to yeah. our ramblings and our manic stuff. Some yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, please tell a friend. It does help. We're going to have to set up some sort of Facebook thing, maybe yeah. or something to sort of get people following on from us there. But do yeah, leave us a review. We'd love yeah. to hear your thoughts. Love your f- feedback. Uh, and, yeah. And yeah, and if
1: you don't want to, if you don't want to read a review, why don't you just write what your favourite. Film score is or something. Yeah, why? do just, that. Just
0: leave that as a comment. Leave that there, and we can get back to it. We'll we we'll start to take requests. Um, we'll start to answer some questions. We're, we're really there. quite tickled by this. We'll yeah. definitely read them. We love it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice. And if you do have a bad review for it, do for it. write it on your fridge. Uh, leave it on the fridge. Give it a few days, and if you really think that you want to post it again, and we'll see it the next just, time we come to your house and yeah, take a dump in your we'll sink. We'll take it exactly. So and you can throw it out the window for all we give a shit for us. We yeah, there we go. <laughs> put it in our mailbox there was and any response result- any exactly <laughs> <laughs> anyway thanks for listening guys we uh we hope to be back in the new year i think we're recording in the new year so have yep. a great christmas uh well you will have had a great christmas and have a great new year and to you alex although oh, I think and to you we're, we're spending christmas and new year we're well, not christmas you're in you're away abroad but yeah. we're we'll spending new year together yeah nice it'll
1: be great awesome get drunk well wow. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> like, Alright guys. <laughs> that's the that's the show. Ta ta.